0: Welcome back to another episode of Sips with the Tips, a podcast about savouring the sip, whether that's coffee, cocktails, whiskey, wine, or whatever. My name's Nikki. I'm Daniel.
1: And we are The Tips.
0: Welcome back, episode 11 of Sips with the Tips. An episode today all about drinkware, which we're going to get to. For, uh, first things first, a quick um, introduction of sorts, I suppose. What's going on in the world of the tips?
1: Not a lot. Still, Still pregnant? pregnant. Yeah. yeah. That feels like forever. Yeah.
0: At time of recording, anyway. Um, by the time you're hearing this, who knows? Because it could be really any moment now. That's Ma- a
1: terrifying thought.
0: Maybe between us recording and me editing. There'll be a baby.
1: Maybe we'll capture my waters breaking on this.
0: Imagine that. That'd go viral for sure. Probably for the wrong reasons. Disgusting. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm almost 38 weeks though, so we are... In the home stretch.
0: Yeah, very much uh, getting towards the finish line. Uh, other things that are new, I've started a new job. It's probably why it's been a few weeks between episodes. Been a bit full on with that. Um, started a job at a brewery here in Nelson, which is bloody delightful. Spring and Fern Brewing Co. Who I think we've mentioned a few times on this podcast, um, not because they're sponsoring it or anything, just because we enjoy their beer. Um, although I suppose in a roundabout kind of way, uh, they do pay my pay my salary now. So I guess. Kind of, they do sponsor this.
1: Sponsor our lives. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. imagine if you thought about salaries like that, I just know. in general. Hey, Went th- through every Sh-
0: <laughs> shout out to work sponsoring my existence. Yeah. Thanks for feeding me. <laughs> every this week.
1: action you take. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so they've had a few mentions on here. Do enjoy their beer and um, wonderful to be working with them, Uh, learning a lot about beer over the last few weeks. So no doubt there will be a wee bit more beer content coming the way of this podcast. Probably we'll wait until um, Nikki's at a point that she's able to indulge with me though. I can enjoy it as well. Uh, I think that's only fair. So on to today's Sunday sip. Um, We're talking a bit less about the liquid today. Ordinarily, we put quite a bit of thought into, into what's going into the vessel. Today, we haven't really thought about it much at all. We're just chucking something in it because today we are talking about the vessel itself
1: glassware serveware drinkware whatever you want to call it, and if it matters or not.
0: That's pretty much the guts of it. We're going to get stuck into that shortly. Uh, You got some news on the way for us later in the episode?
1: Yep, we have some headlines about cocktail trends from Moonin for 2023, Jura has released its next iteration of their Cask series, and a bartender's strange creativity in Japan gets them fired.
0: We've also got the social sip coming up later as well. Your feedback on all things drinkware. We asked this a couple of weeks ago, I think, on our instagram channel um, got your thoughts on a few various topics that we'll be covering off today and we'll share those later on the episode for now time to go to the drinks cupboard um get out a couple of nice bits of glassware load something into them and we'll be back with the sunday set in just a sec Alright back for our Sunday sip. As mentioned today is a bit less about the liquid that we've chosen to go inside the glass and more about the vessel itself Uh, but we will still talk through what we are drinking just probably uh, a wee bit more condensed than we ordinarily would. I realised as I was pouring wine out, I've accidentally um, revisited one from a few episodes ago. I've gone with the Rassi whisky which I realised as I was pouring but it's too late now and also Kind of what I was feeling, so I've gone with that again. Um, but I've gone with it in my Denver and Liley, um whiskey glass, which I'm going to talk a bit about shortly. What uh, liquid have you gone with, Nikki?
1: I have listened to the pregnancy cravings, and I am having pineapple juice with a little squeeze of lime and some ice. So
0: that's basically a cocktail, right?
1: It's a mocktail. Yeah, yeah. standard we'll call some it that. mocktails
0: that you pay for these days. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty fancy, really.
1: Um, Um, But yeah, I have served it in uh, not quite as bougie, but it is just a Kmart glass, but it's like one of those really cute kind of like 1920s-ish style art deco, Great Gatsby kind of vibes. You'll
0: know know the ones when you see it. It's got like the horizontal ribs. It's kind of like wider at the top and then um, like flares down to like a smaller base. Wait, flares down. Wait, starts with a Tepers small base, in. flares out. Oh right, to yeah, a, yeah. taller, I mean, a wider top. <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well.
1: And it's in like every that girl TikTok trend.
0: Yeah, moment, so. it's one of those styles that seems to have um seems to have come back, which makes sense because I guess we're back in the um we're back in the 20s, aren't we? Just a bit less roaring. Oh yeah, no weird thing. That was a hundred years ago. Gross. I know. Anyway, talk a little bit about our liquid. Um, <laughs> hey, why don't you kick us off and run us through your pineapple juice? Tell us what uh, how it looks, what uh, what aroma, what flavors are you getting from that? It's very
1: y. Oh, as as one might expect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's pineapple juice. <laughs> um, it is cloudy, yellowy. I'm not gonna lie, it looks really good. Give, give it a
0: taste. I put a wee um extra squeeze of lime in there, so um mm. you you're picking up any limey sort tropical, of tropical,
1: beautiful. Mm. Yeah zesty
0: i'm
1: I'm not gonna lie this is exactly what i was wanting yeah
0: giving you notes of like laying on a beach under like a palm tree or something
1: no it's just (laughs) just literally hitting a craving like (laughs) oh dreaming
0: it's just pineapple juice all right well i'm gonna try the um rassi slancher
1: how's it going for you
0: ah it's it always hits the spot if you really want to hear the comprehensive thoughts on it i would say um Head back to that previous episode. I think it was the one about packaging.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah.
0: Unpackaging packaging, I think we called it. I'll give my full thoughts on it there, but uh, it's a sensational drop. It's such a beautiful colour as well. It is. It's got like a really nice light amber. It's got a light bit of peat on the the top of the tongue, as it were. Probably don't need to go into too much detail. Bloody good drop. Would recommend picking that one up. Fantastic bottle as well, but again. Jealous. Check that one out in that previous episode. So we're going to move on from the liquid. Continue enjoying them, of course. But uh, I want to talk a bit about the glassware today. So we've already sort of waffled a wee bit about your um, Art Deco 1920s Great Gatsby Kmart monstrosity. Um, Do you want to talk to us a bit more about why you've chosen that one and how those ones sort of ever came to be in the house?
1: I bought them because I liked them. I saw them on, on social media and I was like, those look really cute. I love a little interesting glass. I just think it makes me having my juice more exciting.
0: And you know what? For like, I don't know how much they were, like six bucks for six or something?
1: No, they were like $16. (laughs) Okay. Standards here. Um, Yeah, no, I love them. I bought them originally, I think, for gin and tonics, but... Obviously, they have transformed into my juice glass mm. or even just a glass of water, mm. ice, lemon. Oh, I feel decadent.
0: I remember you got them when you were, um, you were doing a cocktail night or something at the house. You wanted to get some nice photos, probably for our Instagram page. Yeah. Sips with the tips. What were you making with that? I think it was rosemary in it. It
1: was gin and tonics, but it was just like the suggested serve from Little Bitty. I think it was, and you're
0: like, I need a nice glass for this. Yeah, and that's about the time that they came in.
1: I'd already seen them uh, online and been like, that's a bit of me.
0: It's funny, eh? like the cheap glassware, Kmart or you know IKEA, as we used to get when we're in the UK. It's so cheap, and you expect it to be really shit as a result, but actually freaking durable. Oh, they've gone through the dishwasher so many times. Some, I'm thinking back to some of those Ikea glasses we had. Like, never broke one of them, you know? Like, you think about some of the bougie, you know, I'm thinking like the Rydell, like, wine glasses and things I'd had back all in the All the day. real
1: delicate, like, yeah, crystal-y kind of ones. Yeah, smash
0: the pieces and you just look at them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, shout out to the cheap glassware. I'm going to kind of pull away from the cheap stuff, because this one here wasn't cheap at all. It is going to sound a bit like um, Denver and Liley, um, glassware brand, they are sponsoring this episode. They're absolutely not, um, but they bloody well should be because I'm going to give them so many endorsements throughout this because I absolutely love the stuff they're doing. You're like
1: an unofficial brand ambassador. Kind of like am. I've got a slash cu- fan girl. Oh, big time.
0: <laughs> I've got a couple of their pieces now. Um, whiskey glass, beer glass, which we'll talk a bit about later. Um, I've been getting a wee bit of shit on social media over the past fortnight for some of my drinkware choices. <laughs> but you get to a point you don't really care, right? Um, I've got a very nice agave glass too, which I'm...
1: You're not getting – yeah, that's Christmas maybe. (laughs)
0: You knew exactly where my head was going. (laughs) I'm waiting for an excuse to get one. Oh, Nikki, we're doing an episode on tequila. We need a fitting bloody glassware or
1: something. I'm Um, not not buying it. (laughs) So this
0: glass, uh, there is a bit of um, sentiment behind this one that I'm not going to go too much into, but you'll recall when we left the UK – um, some of our friends at EH3 Milers Running Club, shout out to them if you're in Edinburgh and you need a group to go running with, look them up. Um, they brought us as a leaving gift a few bottles of whiskey, didn't they? Yes. And we thought, well, we've got all this nice whiskey coming back from Scotland. Let's get ourselves some nice glassware to kind of like, I don't know, remind us of our time in Scotland. I forgot that
1: was why we got one.
0: Hilariously, um, we've chosen a glassware brand from Australia. Doesn't really matter. Don't read too much into that. But we ended up with these Denver and Lily glasses and they are fucking stunning. I absolutely adore them. The shape is, um, it's not dissimilar to a Glencairn, quite a lot bigger and doesn't have the base on it, if you know the type of yeah, glass Yeah, it's not the elevated
1: about. bit that they've got.
0: But it's just, I don't know, the, the way that it curves out and then back in, holding that up to the camera so we can get that online, really quite stunning. But what I love about it is when you've got liquid in the glass, see it's got that big fat glass base on it? Yeah. The liquid kind of just makes it disappear and it almost looks like the um, whiskey's floating. I don't know if that was intentional or if that was part of the design process, but I love the way it sits and the light hits it. So shout out to them. They're doing some good stuff. Now that's going to lead us into our, um, I don't need to say too much more about them. I'm sure I'll bring them up later in the episode. Um, leads us into our main topic today. And I think you probably already guessed what our answers are going to be. The episode is called this. The question that we're asking is this. Drinkware, does not matter? What are your thoughts?
1: For me, yes. I just love a nice glass. Hmm? I mean, I'm all for just romanticizing the everyday. And I think that just does it. Yeah you always even even a cup of tea out of a nice like you know ceramic mug with no handles that you can like feel pretend you're in some sort of like cozy cafe in Norway and <laughs> like the dark and there's a roaring fire like i love that that's that's all i want to do so yeah glassware matters to me i just love to pretend i'm somewhere i'm not so what about you what uh, does it matter
0: i would also agree with you yes But it shouldn't, is what I'm going to caveat that with. If it was a yes or no, I would say yes. But I'm just going to add a footnote. It shouldn't really matter that much. It definitely can elevate the experience. Mm. But exclusively, it's not the kind of be all and end all. And I've got an example that I wrote down um, in our wee show notes for this one here. You remember the movie uh, that we watched quite a way back, uh, SOM 2? Somme Into the Bottle I think it was called yes. it's about like sommelier and sort of the wine industry and things and there's a guy in it who's like one of the leading the world's leading sommelier in, 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 certainly in the US um, Fred Dame and he gave this example about can't remember the specifics but it was I think he was fishing with some friends or something and he was on the bank of this river and you know not, not the ideal setting to be pulling out a really nice bottle of wine but they had this really quite expensive and quite bougie bottle of wine the only vessels they had were polystyrene in cups, and I think, I might be misremembering this, but I think the people he was with were a bit like, oh, we can't drink out of this cup, it's, it wouldn't be right, but he kind of made the point of, the wine is so good, it really shouldn't it shouldn't matter, and I kind of, I agree with that wholeheartedly, because you think, when does whiskey taste best, right? When you're at the top of a mountain, and you're drinking it out of a, you know, shitty old hip flask, you don't need a nice whiskey glass in that scenario, it's the, the experience that's yeah. to it.
1: I think I'm deaf. I get where you're coming from. Like, I'm not saying that glassware matters to the point of, like, if I was to drink a dram Mm. out of an egg cup, I Mm. wouldn't like it. Mm. I think there's scenarios, particularly like those kind of environmental ones where, like, you know, you're up a mountain or you're Mm. by a river or you're. On a terrace in Italy and, you know, like yeah. those kind of scenarios.
0: Wine at a vineyard,
1: yeah. for example. You can yeah. you can drink oh yeah anything and it's going to be stunning. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to taste worse. I'm just saying more in the everyday scenarios, mm. it always just makes it a little bit more fun yeah. to have a nice glass. I
0: think we are agreed on this. I think, Tell me if this is the correct summary here, but I think what we're saying is that it elevates the experience, but it's not the be all and end all.
1: See, are we yes. agreed on
0: that? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. So I guess moving on to then the the how and why, why does it enhance the experience? Like it's at the end of the day, it's just something to hold something. It's, it's, it's a an object to hold liquid. Mm. So why does something so simple lift an experience of a drink?
1: I think it's the, just, the, well, for me anyway, it's the feeling of it. Like it's just, it adds to the whole experience. Mm. Like we don't, I've said this before, but like we don't as adults still drink out of sippy cups. <laughs> I mean, you can
0: if you want. Because no Because no to be to you quite honest, do.
1: like they're probably the most practical. You're least at risk of spilling True. things. You can take it on the go. So handle I, either side.
0: I know some adults that should be drinking out like, of these sippy cups,
1: but you know we don't just do that because we feel like we grow past that, and mm. we we ourselves are elevated above that. So why should we not like have a fancy glass for mm. a glass of water?
0: I think it. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Point I was going to bring up, I think it adds a layer of elegance sometimes. You know, you've got like a... A nice bottle of champagne, for example, and you know you're celebrating or something mm. like that. And just adding like a tall stemmed champagne glass just I don't know, it makes it feel adds a bit of ceremony to it oh, and a bit I of would romance drink to it.
1: Everything possible out of a flute if I could.
0: Yeah. Um, well, some I love o- that. Some other examples like I don't know, when you've got like fine china for like a nice cup of tea. Say you're at a high tea or something yes, like that. Yes, I was that, just about know, to like say that. Nice bone china.
1: I think it just makes you feel decadent. An indulgent.
0: The other side to it is, of course, there is, um, in, in some instances, not all the time, but there is a bit of physics involved in the vessel mm. classic example being something like a whiskey in a Glencairn glass you know the way that it's shaped that sort of um, bulb at the bottom tapering up to like a narrow stem the idea behind that is it's going to concentrate the aromas well, as funnel you,
1: the smell yeah, yeah or you
0: think snifter glasses wine glasses there's a reason that you know wine glasses come in every shape and size you know pinot glasses should be in a wider bowl than a, a, a cab salve for example yeah and um, flutes and
1: are narrower so the bubble concentration exactly ta- like, it's, all, it's all to
0: do with aroma and, and the way that it's it's meant to be fully enjoyed, so there is a degree of um, of science. science, yeah, behind why glassware does kind of enhance the experience, I guess. Um, and the final one I was going to bring up was a, a bit of nostalgia as well,
1: yeah. You can get real sentimental about them.
0: Yeah. You got any examples of that?
1: Did you not get a gift recently? I did. That touched on it majorly for us. Oh,
0: big time. This one kind of blew my mind. And um, I'm going to give a shout out to my uh, my old colleague, Tegan, in this example, who's um, moving to the UK soon. So wishing her all the best. Terrific individual. Really brilliant working with her. And uh, really quite touched me and Nikki with a leaving gift when I finished up at my previous job. It was very cute. So this goes back to, this is going to be a bit of a yarn, but this goes back to when uh, I first met you. First time I came to Northern Ireland, met your family, I really wanted to get some nice espresso cups from the coffee machine I had at the time, you remember? Yeah. Went to a store in your hometown, found these nice espresso cups, really beautiful, they were with us for the time that we lived in the UK. When we were moving back though, obviously had to par down some of our things, they didn't make the cut, they got left behind, I think donated possibly. Kind of hadn't really thought about them since. They were nice cups, but you know, whatever. Sort of wasn't really sentimental at that point. Tegan's leaving gift to me was the exact espresso cup that I bought all those years ago with That's you, so just weird. after we met. To like to the the brand, the color. The the look of it, everything was exactly the same. When I unwrapped it, it actually blew my mind. So now that's obviously got a real pride of place uh, in amongst the sort of coffee cup collection. Whereas previously it was it was just a cup because it was so random as well. It piece. was
1: although it was bought in Northern Ireland. I think it was a Portuguese like it was, ceramic yeah. artist, yeah, Costa Nova. But it was just like we were like, what? Yeah, it was so cute though. I got a bit teary. That was probably the hormones. Yeah,
0: it was very special. But lots of examples like that. You know, if you if you Inherit, um, I don't know, glassware or, or drinkware from a, from a, you know. Deceased relative, or if you get it for a, a milestone birthday, yeah, that's what I was going um, to say, something like that. I've become quite a fan of um, getting myself a glassware as a wee treat when I've hit like a I don't know point in life. So, example, when we moved back, uh, picking up these Denver and Lily glasses, and just got their um, beer glass when I started my new job. Um, which He's again, finding
1: more and more occurrences <laughs> to buy himself those wee treats, isn't he?
0: Again, be given a bit of shit about that one, but that's for um, that's for later on in the episode. But lots of examples. Of how nostalgia can kind of lift your um, your drinkware up as well. So I guess on that, have you got any examples of uh, some of your some of your favourite uh, glassware, drinkware, serveware, whatever you want to call it?
1: Oh, probably loads. I mean, I am just a fan of a, a Cairn. Mm. I enjoy mm. that. I think that like makes your little whiskey tastings yeah. feel really special.
0: Actually, on the sentiment side of things, we've got a couple of them in our glassware drawer that uh, we got engraved as wedding favours oh, yeah, at our yeah. wedding. So we kept a couple of those ourselves and gave them to our guests um, for our New Zealand wedding. So they've now become... You know they've gone from being ugly and keen glass, which is a nice glass, to now they're actually quite a sentimental, sentimental yeah. thing.
1: There's a couple that I dragged over from Scotland as well that mm. like now have feel feel quite special. Like when you were got them at the distillery and that kind of thing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, of course. I mean,
1: that's maybe me just being like a marketing bitch and loving branded merch. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I also love. Um, I don't know if they're still a big a thing. I feel like they were really big like a couple of years ago, but the really short, fat beer glasses.
0: Oh yeah, um, that that yeah, London Camden.
1: Camden, yes, yeah. they. And the, oh, I just love them.
0: Yeah, they are quite unique. They're just so hey, chunky.
1: I loved them. Yeah, they
0: feel. I don't know. They just feel substantial in the hand. Like they're quite a lot shorter and fatter than a standard sort of pint glass. But yeah, they, I don't know something about them. Just it's felt prob-
1: exciting. It's
0: probably not ideal for like the way the beer handles in the glass and in terms of like sort of head formation and how long it holds on to that and stuff. But it looks fucking mint
1: (laughs) i love as well when you get like a german beer and you get it in the really tall glass that kind of like bubbles a little bit at the top
0: what about a stein
1: oh yeah you
0: know how much does that i mean probably because it's a liter of beer but like how cool does it feel when you got a bloody stein
1: even i remember like when i was younger and getting a pint and it coming in a a traditional pint glass with like the handle and stuff (laughs) and i'd be like a young woman good and that's sure that's what I used to have <laughs> my, so
0: cool. that's what I used to have my ice cream spiders/coke Slash coke floats in those a old pint school glass. yeah man It was great you got so much coke in it it was fantastic
1: That sounds disgusting yeah, it, it should have good. been in a sunday glass Just
0: trust me it okay. was good Um big fan of anything stemless myself uh like wine glasses you did stemless, love a stemless wine thing, glasses yeah. yeah um I used to have some years ago they also didn't make the cut and make it back to New Zealand with us but the company um Riedel Did Rydell? I not break one No yeah, stemless wine glasses. We've got a couple of stemless um, champers flutes in the cupboard. Um, oh, yeah,
1: we do, actually. We haven't, haven't used, used them, them. yet.
0: Uh, so I think maybe once baby's born, we'll pop them, pop a, pop a bottle. And, oh, yeah, that would uh, be really nice, out. actually. Get the dust off them now, probably. Personally, also a big fan of anything handmade.
1: Mm, you know, yes. like those
0: slight imperfections that you get in like a handmade versus machine made? I love that, yeah. piece of like serveware just gives it that unique edge. Yeah. Um, Think is really quite good
1: especially mugs when they're like wonky and stuff i love yeah.
0: that yeah oh ceramics oh yeah. my god i've been on so many ceramic benders in the past where i'm just like just fall in love with <laughs> mugs you're and such things. a
1: niche human i know. A ceramic
0: bender <laughs> i know i know what a life eh? any that you're less fond of
1: um
0: shapes brands anything
1: i don't rate a martini glass mm. i just don't like them like what? i didn't like them as what is it about them i don't know
0: is it carrying them
1: well i hated carrying them when i worked in a bar always them and coops gross oh, yeah, why oh i like i love a coupe coops are,
0: coops are always filled to the rim as yeah well.
1: i love a coupe to drink out of but to carry no never yeah. but yeah a martini glass i don't know i just they're tacky
0: see i'm not a fan of a coupe because i have a mustache i always get like you know egg white foam or something trapped on there
1: mm. it was never, yeah never, that's never a great look
0: drink out of a fancy glass and then oh, oh excuse me
1: I think it's as well because with martinis I like olives in a martini mm. I don't understand what you do with the stick when you drink it sword fight like it looks cool but like what do you do with it it just comes and pokes you in the face you pretend
0: it's a small wand
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just find them impractical. I don't, I don't enjoy.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I also um, don't like martini glasses um, from a point of view that they are an absolute dick to store. Like because the the bowl is so wide, often like trying to put them in a cupboard, it's just oh annoying. yeah. Not the not the best. Um, I'm personally not a very big fan of uh, of the Norlin glasses. Have you ever drank whiskey out of one of those?
1: I don't think I have actually. No, I haven't either.
0: They're double walled, kind of bowl shaped, but they've got like I think if I'm remembering the right ones, they've got like little. like fins in the bottom of them, so that when you swirl the whiskey, instead of swirling and going around the glass, it gets kind of like churned up, you know, like washing machine That's so stressful. Yeah, so the idea is it's, it's constantly mixing it, right, and keeping the flavor compounds moving around, blah, 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 blah. But uh, they are horrendously overpriced, he says, drinking out of a Denver and Lily, which is not exactly cheap. But uh, no, the Norlands, are they are very overpriced for what they are, I think. And um, the science, I don't know, I find it a bit dubious, if they were that good, every distillery would be drinking out of them, wouldn't they? Yeah. But instead, they're all drinking out of bloody wee, um, was it Copitas? You know, the stemmed ones. That yeah, the yeah. narrow bowl, so yeah, can't be that good. Also, anything dirty. I can't oh, you're drink a
1: psychopath of, about that, yeah. drink
0: nice liquid out of dirty glassware. It's just like such a small thing to get glassware clean. And sometimes the dishwasher lets you down, fair. But uh, no, nah, I just can't be doing that. Don't know why. OCD, maybe.
1: Used yeah, f- I've literally brought him a drink that he has refused to consume. Mm. Like poured the liquid back into mm. the bottle, cleaned the glass, and mm. then started again.
0: You know, they used to call me Mister Clean. That was my. Um, I only learned this recently. It was my nickname as a child.
1: That now, makes probably sense. something
0: you should know um, with having a little girl on the way. But uh, yeah, no, that my nickname from my auntie. I think used to be Mister Clean because if I ever got like dirt on my like I don't know shirt or something, I'd just go get changed.
1: Oh, you must have been a nightmare yeah, for laundry. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Weird that I'm only learning this at like age 32. I but, mean, it, make, yeah. it makes
1: sense, you're
0: Oh, no, it makes perfect a, when they told me I was a very like,
1: clean individual.
0: Yeah, that, that like I out. love
1: it. It's great, but that would have I would have been like, no, you can just deal with that muck. Wow. Suck it up. I'm not doing laundry again. I'm gonna
0: see how your parenting style goes, won't we? <laughs> Find out very soon.
1: She'll be so rough and tumble, you'll get really pissed off about it.
0: Indeed. <laughs>
1: Um, cool is there much else we need to say about uh, glassware or should we wrap it up there no I'm into it and I've nearly finished my pineapple juice. yeah
0: I feel like we've <laughs> probably exhausted that topic away, but we'll come back to it shortly with the um, social sip get your thoughts on glassware but for now we'll move on to the news On to the booze and brews news. Nikki has picked out a few uh, drink themed headlines from the past week or month or, or fortnight or whatever it was. Uh, what do you got for us today, Nikki?
1: So, French syrup, liqueur and fruit puree producer Monin has named slushies, tequila and Mexican inspired drinks and clarified cocktails as its top on trade trends for 2023. Mm-hmm. So, they surveyed UK consumers and hospitality leaders throughout 2022 to source these trends. And tequila and Mexican-inspired drinks coming through strongly were the Paloma, which is a potential menu must have. Mm. I love a Paloma. Yeah, it goes well. For slushies, it was a frozen Cosmo or a frozen pina colada or a frozen strawberry Marg as well. And then finally, Milk Punch as the example of the clarified cocktail trend.
0: You know, this really doesn't surprise me. The one in particular that uh, doesn't surprise me is the tequila and Mexican-inspired drinks. Do you not feel that tequila in the last 12 months, massive resurgence? You know, for so long, that was like the drink that you just, you wouldn't have. You know? You'd like only you, take
1: it in shots. Yeah, you bring
0: yeah. up tequila and people are like, oh Ooh. God, oh, yeah. that reminds me of that time. But I really feel like now I'm seeing more... Mexican drinks or Mexican style drinks on cocktail menus. I'm seeing more uh, mezcal and I was going to say mezcal-influenced
1: stuff as well.
0: Friends that were never into tequila are suddenly into tequila. It seems like it's becoming the next thing. And I've got another example of that, actually, but um, that sort of follows on from your next story. So have you got what's, what's next for us?
1: Yep. So um, Jura uses pale ale cask for a new whiskey in their Cask Edition series. This new edition has come from the relationships forged between Jura whiskey makers and brewers throughout lockdowns, which I think is quite cute. Mm. They say it's a testament to the tiny island community and ongoing resourcefulness of the population. It has been said that on the nose, the whiskey opens with aromas of honeyed cereal, mm. vanilla spice and hints of pineapple. Palate delivers bright and fruity flavors alongside notes of sweet citrus and subtle tropical hop characteristics. Mm. Then rounded off with vanilla and a smooth creamy finish. It's 40% ABV as single malt and it's described as perfect for beer lovers looking to get into whiskey. It's only £35 and available in Tesco in the UK.
0: That sounds interesting. I'm not sure how pale ale would go as a beer for a I've whiskey. never rated
1: like the kind of IPA, cask, I've any, all that jazz. Yeah, I haven't like, even tried
0: the IPA cask.
1: Never been that into it. I don't think it comes through that strongly. No. But I don't know if it's if it makes something mellow and kind of fruity, gives you a little, you know.
0: This is the thing, right? The, the flavor of a pale ale is so mellow by comparison to something like sherry. You yeah. know, a PX cask is like really has quite punchy flavors. Yeah. And you feel that in the whiskey. They're so dominant. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. Something like a pale ale is just so subtle. I that just don't
1: understand how it could overtake the. Mm. Harshness of the spirit, if you know what I mean.
0: That's You're exactly right, but yeah, I mean, if if I get my hands on some, I'd definitely be eager to give it a go. That's such
1: an affordable price point, if you're yeah. in the UK as well.
0: The other example that I had from following on from your first and second stories, remember a couple of nights ago we come across. I think it was Deanston have done a tequila cask finish oh, yeah, I whiskey, that. which that's something you never would have seen five, ten years ago, I, I imagine. And I don't know whether it's going to be any good. I feel like if it was good, people would have done it by now, but points to I'm them I'm skeptical, but
1: I'd like to try.
0: Very eager to try it. I think it would have to be quite a like aged tequila to carry yeah. those flavours across. I can't see how those... They'd marry together, but again, good on them for trying. And if we get the opportunity, absolutely, we'll try it and see what they've done there. Yeah, my, but, I can't you know, get
1: my brain round it.
0: Interesting. Definitely getting a wee resurgence as tequila.
1: And our final story today is a, a Japanese cafe has given an employee the book after accusing her of using her own blood oh. in place of coloured syrup to make cocktails.
0: Jesus, that's a bit macabre.
1: That's, I know, isn't it? <laughs> the establishment's owner added that the cafe had been forced to close for a day while all drinking glasses were replaced as a safety oh, precaution.
0: <laughs> not just not
1: just washed, no, replaced. Li- replaced. And such an act is no different from a part-time job terrorism and is absolutely not acceptable, tweeted the owner. This is the bit that I think is quite ironic. The con concept cafe is themed around the idea of the problem child and previously advertised itself as a place staffed by problem children. <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> came back to bite one, them.
1: one bartender was a little bit too much of a problem child.
0: Yeah, just really thought she'd take that bat and run with it.
1: <laughs> this would look so much better with my blood in it.
0: Oh, God. What'd she do? Like slice her finger or?
1: It didn't say. It Broken it nose? Say. Sources knows? would not confirm. Oh,
0: far out. That is um, quite gross. Yeah, you're welcome. Vampires welcome. Ah, good stuff. Thank you, Nicky, for today's booze and brews news. Let's move right along. (coughs) On to the social sip, the part of the show where we take our topic of the week and hand over to our listeners, uh, our our fans. I hope I'm not too uh, presumptuous in saying that. And just get your opinion on the things that we're talking about. So this week, getting your thoughts on all things drinkware, glassware serve wear. Does Daniel look like a wank? But we'll come back to that. So interesting thoughts on uh, on today's topic. Um, drink wear, does it matter? That was the first question that we asked. Mm. Just a simple yes or no. You got the results for us?
1: Yep. 86% said yes and 14% said no.
0: Nice to be in the majority, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Most people agree with us here. Yes, drink wear does matter to an extent.
1: I just think who doesn't love... To feel fancy. You're not wrong. You know.
0: I can probably think of an example of someone.
1: Yeah, they're wrong.
0: Yeah, it's not coming to me. They're wrong. Minimalists, like Ugh. the real hardcore type, that are like, no, I use a plain glass only for everything. For everything. I
1: don't enjoy minimalists, but coffee and for I another burn day. my
0: hands while I'm drinking it, and also I'll just fuck drink you. it straight from the cafetiere. You consumer.
1: Pour it into my mouth.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so most saying yes, and yeah, um, I think we've already given our comprehensive thoughts on that. We completely agree with you. So the next question we asked this one was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Uh, we said choose your fighter, and we gave three, exa- four examples of um, different different vessels. We said something cheap and effective. We gave the example of a uh, a red cup, you know, like the beer pong style plastic cup. We said traditional and no frills and gave the example of a stemmed wine glass. Just nice. Something, something standard, classy, timeless. Something pretentious and gave the example of my favorite, the Norlin glass. And the final one, a shoey. Big Australian thing where you drink your beer out of a shoe, drink your drink out of a shoe. It's had a bit of a resurgence lately. Fucking gross.
1: Do people actually do it? Oh, no,
0: people absolutely do it. Festivals. Um, Is it a
1: clean shoe or form, a used shoe? I think shoe? it was
0: Formula One. Um, someone took their thing off and drank their champagne out of it. Yeah, it's but just, like it's
1: just are, a, a worn shoe. Oh, yeah,
0: Hundys. Well, I mean, why would you buy a new shoe just to use as a cup? That's dumb. It's expensive.
1: It's dumb to drink it out of a worn anyway, shoe.
0: Let's let's leave that. Okay. Let's give the results. What do we get?
1: So for cheap and effective, we had eleven percent. Mm. Traditional and no frills was sixty-seven oh, percent. Majority. Something pretentious, fifteen percent. And a shoey also got fifteen percent, <laughs> which
0: just kinda hilarious that more people would drink out of something pretentious or a shoe than something cheap and effective.
1: When you look at it that way, that's kind of ridiculous. I feel
0: like the people saying "shoey" were probably just having a laugh, or they were Australian. I should I should um, drill into those statistics and see. Check who those they were. demographics. Yeah, yes. stalk them out and be like, "Where do you live, Canberra? Oh, what
1: kind of sense. shoe is it?" That's what I want to know.
0: Well, I mean, some a jandle can't really do it, can you? So we no. have to be like a a sneaker.
1: For anyone who's oh, not a top. Kiwi listening, a jandal is a flip flop.
0: Oh yeah, sorry about that. Thongs. For the Australian
1: Jandals? Ah, uh, uh, don't get me started on <laughs> jandals. Where did the J come from? Is it, it just, just like jelly?
0: I don't know. I wasn't there. It's just a thing. So traditional, no frills. The example of the wine glass. By and for, by and large, the um, what what people are into. Just something, something timeless. Maybe they're more into the nostalgia. I don't know. We didn't ask these questions, but good on you. Thank you for answering. Final one we asked, and um, we're going to bring back um the today's not sponsor of the episode. Denver and Lily, as I mentioned, recently purchased another one of their um, bits of glassware, got their whiskey glasses, love their whiskey glasses. A Little while ago, they brought out a beer glass. When I saw it, when it got released, I said, do you remember what I said? I'm never buying one of those. It's horrendously overpriced. However, since then, started a job at a brewery One of the perks of working at a brewery is you do get to try quite a lot of very nice beer. And I thought, if I'm going to be trying nice beer at no cost, it's only right that I should have a nice vessel to drink it out of.
1: Obviously. Step in the Denver
0: and Lily beer glass.
1: You couldn't just have gone to Kmart?
0: No. No, no, no. On the Denver and Lily, it looks absolutely ridiculous.
1: It's a nice beer glass. I like it.
0: As a beer vessel, you know, compared to your standard pint um or four twenty five mil, you know, beer yeah. glass. It looks absolutely as I pretentious as, the, as they come. If you didn't
1: frequent um, craft beer bars mm. where they serve, you know, it looks like one of the ones you'd maybe get like a two thirds portion in or like some sort mm. of like heavy mm. stout oh, rather than like a pint glass. Definitely
0: had similar glasses like, from the I've likes had of Brewdog. Yeah, in I've the had UK. similar
1: glassware from craft beer bars. Yeah. But if you were your traditional beer drinker, it looks so ridiculous. Oh, my
0: dad gave me. Absolute bollocks. He when thought he it was rain glass. Yeah. yeah. What I will say about it though is as far as like aroma capture goes, going back to what we were saying about the science, it knocks it out of the park. You absolutely pick up more notes than you do from like a standard normal glass. That's just that that's just black and white. Like you definitely do well, I do. Definitely pick up more aroma. Or Flavor. is that
1: placebo because you spent so much money on it?
0: It could be. But you know what? Who it still cares? works. If you feel like you're really having matter. an elevated experience. Fine. Anywho, got this nice glass. Uh, we put a wee photo up of me having a wee dark beer out of it. The question we asked, does this glass make old mate look like a complete wank? The results will not shock you.
1: So 63% said absolutely yes. Mm. And 37% said,
0: no, I want one. You know what? I'll take that one on the chin. Probably did, especially when you combine it with a sort—I a, a, suppose—a kind of hipster beard, as it were, mm. and some craft beer. Probably does fit me into a certain category. But you hit a point in your life where that doesn't really matter anymore. And you know what? Given the opportunity and a nice bottle of tequila, I will absolutely be investing in their agave glass. Just got to get it by you. That's the—that's the problem. That's full, the final. Boss. Full
1: transparency sake, I was part of that sixty-three percent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: just H- you <anywhere> wear <laughs> Oh dear. (laughs) anyway that's today's social sip I do want to say a big thank you to everyone who did uh, take part took part in uh, those questions there gave us your thoughts on drinkware does it matter or does a beer glass make old mate look like a wanker more questions on the way for you in the coming weeks no doubt Um, and yeah really appreciate anyone getting behind those you can follow along at sipswiththetips on Instagram that's where we post most of them up also at sipswiththetips on YouTube and TikTok as well All right, that's the last call bell. So I think we'll wrap things up on episode 11 of Sips with the Tips. A big thank you once again very much for listening along. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, we would really appreciate, and I don't say this very often, but I'm just going to bring it up once again. We really would appreciate if you'd leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to. It's nice to know that there's people out there enjoying the show. Helps motivate us and keeps us putting episodes out. So thanks in advance. If you can do that for us, very much appreciate it. Yeah,
1: we're self-aware as well. Critique us. Love it. Yes, please do. Today's episode is perfectly paired with a decent dishwasher so you don't have to face Daniel's disappointment of less than
0: immaculate glassware. The pain is real! Sips with the Tips is written, recorded, and produced by us. The music by all good folks. Keep in contact at our website, sipswiththetips.com, or through our Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube channels at Sips with the Tips. And as always, sip sensibly.
1: with the sip. And we'll see you in the next episode.